How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to the Zoobcast. This is episode 36. Um, I'm here with Louis. I'm not here with Josh. Josh is very unfortunately in Punta Cana right now. So pray for Josh. He's having a terrible time. Or him, man. Yeah. Oh, I, I don't envy him. Um, but yeah, Josh is in Punta Cana. So and, and for some reason, they just, I don't know if they don't have Wi-Fi in Punta Cana or something. But he's just like, I can't do Zoobcast this week. Yeah, like, okay whatever man it's just such a burden you know he just wants to relax <laughs> yeah yeah like whatever freaking zoo cast who would have thought but so it's just me and louis today um but we're still gonna get this going and we've got a fun one we are first we're gonna give a little playoff update and then we're gonna try something a little different the sends have in case you didn't know because i honestly wouldn't be surprised if you didn't know they have a ring of honor the auto yeah. senators and there is currently one member <laughs> And it is Brian, rightfully so, it is Brian Murray. He's, he's in the Ring of Honor. Yeah. Um, but we were thinking the other day, like, they should put some other guys in there. Like, they really should. That, that looks weird with one, one dude. Um, so we're going to try to build up their Ring of Honor a little bit, put some players, some builders, some media, maybe some other guys in there too. So that'll be the main portion of the episode. But for now, what's been going on around the league? Lewis, what did we miss last week? Well, I mean, we had a whole series come and go between episodes, didn't we? I don't. I, we were talking about this. We can't remember. It's been for. It feels like forever since we recorded, but like yeah, but I don't think hasn't. it has. Well, so I, yeah. I'm no, no, no. Okay, I remember this now because yeah. Josh was talking. We it was right before game one, and Josh said, "Watch the Oilers beat the Avs in game one." After he made his prediction, so it's prediction? been. It, he thought the Oilers would win game one but he said abs in like five or something okay yeah um so yeah a full series <laughs> full western conference final has come yeah. and gone between episodes which i mean for a for a four game series for a sweep is pretty freaking good like, that was good hockey i'm not complaining i am not complaining at all um we got the full mike smith experience which was awesome yeah. um you know what i will say though about that is so obviously first of all abs sweep the oilers they win in four um Here's the thing about Mike Smith. He's very old. He's 41, I believe. And he's not coming back. Well, what, like, what did he say in his media availability? He's like, I'm, I'm not sure if he's going to come back. I'd be yeah. surprised. I, I don't know. I'm going after pure speculation. I'd be surprised if he came back, to be honest with you, after a run like that. Um, I'm, I'm going to miss Mike Smith. I'm actually going to miss him. Yeah. He, he was hilarious. He'd, every game, he would do some ridiculous stuff. He would like go play the puck in the middle of Narnia or he would like run a guy. Like when he got the best, one of the best moments of the playoffs is when it was a Calgary Edmonton game. Yep. It was like out of hand. Like Edmonton was destroying Calgary and Milan Lucic just fully, obviously runs Mike Smith in the boards. And then at the, at doesn't the, just run him. He oh, continues yeah. charging yeah. into him yeah, after yeah, yeah. hitting him. Exactly. And so then, and then everyone's like, oh, wasn't the charge. Like Daryl Sutter's like, oh, I didn't see a charge. And so then you go to, and like Luch, yeah, like Luch is like, 
Oh, if, imagine if it was a charge, like, you know, he'd be that guy he'd yeah. be dead. <laughs> like Mike Smith took the charge. And honestly, I thought he was going to be more mad. I thought he was going to yeah. be more mad after that happened. He's especially, kind of at the bottom of the pile. Yeah, especially given how crazy he, he went after, like, a bunch of goals. Like, after he let in the Rasmus Anderson goal <laughs> against yeah. Calgary, and he just lost his mind as if, like, it was someone else's fault. Like, But that's the other thing about Mike Smith. This playoffs is, well, obviously, there was that goal, but he was pissed after every goal. Like, literally, yeah. every time they scored on him, he'd be like, what the heck? Like, come on. And he'd, like, slam his stick on the ice or something, or he'd be like pissed off at his teammates and then do the media availability after the game and he's like oh yeah you know tough uh you know tough goal there uh trying my best i'm like yeah okay man you were so pissed um yeah but yeah i, I will miss mike smith gave us a lot of content a lot of laughs i will say it everybody always talks about mike smith like it's just like some like people talk about him almost as if he's like one of the worst goalies and yeah, just good, because of the mistakes, you look at like money puck specifically has him at 1.9 goal saves above expected these playoffs which Obviously, yeah. it was higher before the series, but you good. just you think about the times he goes out, just being the nice little adventurous goalie that he is, yeah. goes for a puck, <laughs> tries to tries to you know get a breakout going, and has an egregious turnover that results in a goal. Which I don't know how many how many people that listen to us follow more like microstat based stuff, but I sent to Adam and Josh earlier today a graph that showed Mike Smith was the goalie who went after the most puck retrievals this playoffs. And had the lowest success rate. <laughs> there you go. Sounds about right. Yeah, so yeah. that is just Mike Smith being Mike Smith. And yeah, I mean, listen, but he's been, you good. know, exactly. I was going to, I was about to say, you could make the argument. And I've heard other people, people on sports and TSN were saying this too. If the Oilers don't get that goaltending from Mike Smith, they probably don't win around. No. Right. No like you talk about McDavid, like obviously, yeah, McDavid just carried, like he was friggin' crazy. But if they don't get Mike Smith, level goaltending which is funny to say but it's true they're probably out in round one or two they really and are he's, he's been good in the playoffs in his career like doesn't yeah, he have like one of the absolutely. top five all-time save percentages back when well, he was with phoenix maybe. i don't know about yeah back when well, they were he, called phoenix because they went on that run there in phoenix yes. that one that one time <laughs> but, did, they, did uh, they lose to la in the conference i believe they lost year? to chicago Ooh, la maybe i think it was I, la yeah like anyway. 2012 or something yeah i thought it was 13 but givers and choosers um but yeah you know what tough bounce to the others they're out i'm sure they'll be back well i shouldn't say that because i don't actually know if they'll be back but prime mcdavid for a couple more years you got to try i wonder if they'll resign kane that'll be interesting yeah kevin weeks was on tim and friends today and he said if he resigns with edmonton it's going to start with a seven and if he resigns anywhere else it's going to start with an eight so I'm very interested to see what GM has taken that chance if he goes to free agency. Yeah. But maybe maybe Ottawa steers clear. Who knows? Oh, oh um, definitely. I I don't think Ottawa's don't getting think anywhere near that. No, 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 no. It was a joke. Um. So rest in peace, the Oilers. Good run. It was fun. But thank God, Edmund or Colorado won that. I uh, wanted to see yeah. them in the finals. Like they're too good. They're way I, too they're good. They're just so fun to watch, man. Like you've. Like you, we were talking about it. We we're like, hopefully Makar, or hopefully, hopefully for the Avs, Makar and De- Devon Taves can finally be like have the answer to shutting down McDavid. And we saw oh, they were the gross. Like there were highlights just throughout of just Makar completely matching McDavid and just stopping maybe not every but a lot yeah. of chances. A scroll on Instagram, the NHL posted this clip. And it's literally just a four-second clip. McDavid's yep. going one-on-one with Picard. Picard just poke checks him. And he's like... And the crowd like goes crazy. Out. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, you know what? Colorado looks good, man. You, you can't deny it. That's going to be a tough out in the final, whoever plays him. And even with Fransuz, like with their Kemper got injured, he was good, man. 
Frankie. He's always been pretty solid. Yeah, he's going off. Great backup to have in this kind of scenario. But um, And also, we'll hint on, before we go to the other series, uh, how about friggin' Arturi Lekkonen, for some reason, just being the clutchest guy ever? Imagine being Arturi Lekkonen. Like, with all due respect, I, I'm, Lekkonen's a good player. He has not had a very memorable... He's not a very memorable guy, you know? Like, he's not... No, like, no. It's like, okay, it's Arturi Lekkonen. Like, he's, he's, a, he's a good, like, middle six. He's piece. fine, yeah, he's, he's yeah. fine. He's going to be known for sending a team to the Stanley Cup final two years in a row, both overtime goals with different teams. First, he does it Montreal last year in game six, maybe, against Vegas. And then he does it this year to complete the sweep on what might have been a high stick. I don't care. It wasn't a high nah, stick. Yeah, that, that was the whole thing. But you know what's crazier is, like, he's definitely the first person to to do this specific thing is win the – what is it? What, what's the name of the trophy for the West? Oh, Clarence Campbell Bowl. Clarence, or is the that Clarence the other Campbell. One? He's the first to score the OT – or scored the OT winning goal to get the Clarence Campbell Bowl two years in a row while playing for teams in different conferences. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I don't think that record's ever going to get taken no, from him. No chance. There's no way. Unless we get, you know, COVID-66 down the road. But we'll save that for another episode. Um, <laughs> believe it or not, there's another series, which honestly, okay. So in the notes of our Zoomcast here, uh, Louis has written... I don't care about the East series. Uh, fair, but it's been pretty good. I yeah, I've watched it. Well, especially decent. the last two games. Yes, as, yes, as I'll give you yeah. that. The Tampa games have been good. They're they're tied two two right now. Um, game five goes tomorrow. We're recording this on tomorrow. Wednesday. Yeah. Yep. So go go on Thursday. Um, yeah. Storylines. The the goalies are good, but sometimes they're not. And uh, Nick Paul is. Nick Paul, it's all you got for you. I, honestly, I think Nick Paul is making me cheer for Tampa over the Rangers, and that. Yeah, it. I agree. I agree. It's also, it's it's a, for some reason it's taken the entire league this long to realize how bad this advantage had trade was for Ottawa. Now. I know. That's oh my all God. everyone's been talking about. It's like we've known this for like years. Like Ottawa knows. Like all of the Sens fans, are like yeah, that was freaking awful. And now the whole rest of the league is like late to the party, and they're like, wow, the Sens like. What a bad trade for the sense. Like, yeah, we know. We we got it, man. We've We're aware. This. We are well aware. Um, this man is having a great postseason. He's doing well. Um, yeah. and you know what? Like, Josh isn't here, but we all know his feelings about. Do you think New he'd York be mad? Hockey. I didn't even notice. I didn't plan this at all. Do you think he'd be mad that I have my Merrick Malik Lady Liberty Rangers jersey well, behind never, me? He's never commented on it before. I've seen it there before. Yeah. I don't. I know he wouldn't be. He's not perceptive enough. You would never <laughs> notice it. Sorry, Josh, but oh, um, it destroyed. You know what? He hates the he hates the Rangers. There's no way around it. Uh, you know, like whatever. They got a good goalie. Zibanejad's fun. Panarin's fun. Kedel before he got injured was having a good good time there. I don't know. Whatever. Let him be. Yeah. I don't care if it's bad for the game. <laughs> they have a terrible team and they're winning. It's kind of fun. That's the thing. It's just I. There's so much meh feeling. Like I don't feel like I yeah. actually care about. Again, that's just me. Like it's yeah. like not. I just don't have any specific affiliations with either team. And that's why. Yeah. Like besides Nick Paul, I don't give a crap if they three peat. I don't care. I'm so indifferent if they win or I, lose. Yeah. I think I'd just rather Colorado at that point. Yeah. Sure. Just because I understand that. But yeah. Per, per, so essentially, moral of the story, there's another series. We don't really care about it, but it's been kind of fun. Right. Yeah. I just more want to see Colorado Tampa. I think that'd be a great series. Yes. To, I think that would also be a great series. But either series, I think, would be good in its own 
its own way. See if yeah. Shesterkin can shut down every single player on that team by himself. But we'll Good see. Lord. That would be the ultimate test to end that season. Uh, yeah, exactly. Before we get to the Ring of Honor here, one other quick note. Because this made the rounds yesterday, the day before. Um, for some reason, the Bruins fired Bruce Cassidy. Which, so it was interesting because the whole, like, everyone was like, why'd they do that? And then I saw this one Bruins fan on Instagram, I forget the account name, just ripped. Like, he was like, yes, this is so good. Like, every year he gets such a good team and he's always out in the first round. And he's always, out. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I think any other team would take this coach. Like, yeah. I'd say probably 25 of the other NHL teams would take um, Bruce Cassidy. And he's an auto guy. He's on TSN 1200 all the time. I know there's not a coaching vacancy right now and we can, you know, we'll talk about our, maybe our feelings for DJ Smith a little later. I'm kind of indifferent, but if you have a chance to add Bruce Cassidy on a possible hometown discount to your coaching staff, how are you not going to do that? You have to do that. That is so yeah. easy. Really? Like it's right up and friggin' get Stevie. Why he's not a guy. Get Stevie. Why friggin' down here. He's probably done with Detroit. He's like, these guys suck. You guys are brutal. Lost to Ottawa four times this year. We like owned it. We brought yeah, him over. We did destroy them this year. Yeah. God, I completely forgot. This season is just. It's it was uh, weird. Weird season. It happened. It happened. It and now we'll did. never talk about it again, probably. But, um, and for the Bruins, moving on from Cassidy, there's now these weird Pasternak trade rumors, which I can't. I don't know why they do that. But are they going to rebuild? That's the that's the big question. People that are seems like, to be it, right? Well, like, I mean, who's injured? They have like Martian and Bergeron are out for like ages, aren't they? To well, start they have the year. McAvoy and McAvoy miss yeah. at the beginning of the season. Grizzly is going to miss part yep. of the season. Mike Riley might miss part of the season. That's three really good defensemen. Yeah, and exactly. what I don't, what I don't, what I don't get is, so they're in Game Seven versus Carolina, right? Yep. If they win that one, they're down by one goal. Yeah, right? that's a fair point. If, if yeah. it slightly changes just that much, they make it to the second round. Cassidy's still there. Sure, they might not go on, but Cassidy's still there. Yeah. Bergeron's not thinking about retiring as much. Pasternak's probably not, like, there's probably not as many trade rumors, and they might, yep. like, run it back for another year or two. So it's, it's crazy, crazy what a goal can do. That small. Yeah. It's crazy what a goal can do. So, anyway, but I mean, that's the thing about hockey, too, is I find. A lot of people kind of react based on results when it's such a luck or random based sport. Yeah, exactly. It can be a little bit tough to go that way, but it seems to be the way that people go. And it usually, to be honest, usually bites you in the ass. So we'll see what uh, what happens with the Bruins here, what happens with Bruce Cassidy. He'll have guys lining up to get him, I'm sure. That's That'll be a, a fun offseason for him. Money's racking and he's got tons of offers. We'll see. Um, without further ado, let's get on with the main event here. Um, the Sens Ring of Honor. So we're, here's how we've done this. We've divided this into categories. We're going to do a builder category, a player category, a media category, and then we have, we have this other category. Whatever this hodgepodge like, is. Like just the like miscellaneous, we'll call it a miscellaneous category. Yeah, that's good. That's it's good. like some coaches, some fan favorite non-players which i won't spoil who we're talking about and i don't know it's just like other people um that we didn't really know where to put them um but we'll put that on there so let's start we'll go like top down a little bit or what i would consider top down we'll start builder um we're just gonna so brian murray's there right now he would be a builder right yes 
Like if we were had to reconstruct this completely from scratch, Brian Murray is still in. He'd be the number one shoe in your starting list. He would yeah. be, yeah. Which he'd they be, did. Yeah, absolutely. So pro, like that's good. He was he should be the guy to start your ring of honor, Brian Murray. No problem with that. He was like so important <laughs> to the Sens, like through the their cup finals run and throughout the years until um until his un- unfortunate passing. Uh, he was fantastic. He was all you wanted in a in a coach, GM, executive on your on your team. And he should be in the ring of honor, 100%. So Brian Murray is the original builder um, in, the, in the ring of honor. We are going to add another builder, maybe another two builders. But we thought it was important to maybe get Bruce Firestone in the ring of honor. Because yeah. um, after all, probably wouldn't have a team in this city if it weren't for Bruce Firestone, right? Louis, that's got to count for something. Oh, easily. That's the thing. Like, you, when you got to look back, you had to think of who was the most instrumental, who developed, I guess, the organization and moved it forward the best. And yeah, it wouldn't exist without Bruce Firestone. True. And you could say what you want about, like, yeah, they weren't, you know, we had to sell the team to keep it in town. And, the, you know, obviously the finances weren't so great. And the teams at the friggin' 90s were awful. They were so bad. But he brought the team here. And that counts for a lot because none of this, none of the success would happen if it weren't for him. So, it's important, yeah. Like as a builder in a ring of honor, like you gotta give him a shout out there. I think that's quite important. Um, yeah, for sure. So in our builder category, Brian Murray, number one shoe in, top of the list. Easily. Bruce Firestone, get him in there. Um, Louis, who's our third builder? We got one more builder. Well, kind of sticking with the uh, pillar of origin of the Senators, we're gonna go with Cyril Leader, who yeah. was another one of the main guys who kind of helped the sense gets to the culmination of getting an actual team. And I mean, he was with the team like a super long time, right? He, yep. he was here back when it was the Palladium and he, he was here up until it became the Canadian Tire Center. Like he was here that yep. long. He was president from uh, 2009 to 2017. And some good years in there. There's some, uh, some great years, some, some yep. great few, uh, some great few playoff runs. So yep. it, it just seems right to have him and Bruce and Brian kind of round out uh, that, that big three for, for our builder category. Yeah. And we, there was like a couple of other, I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm lying. There was not really, we didn't really think of no, anybody this else. Is pretty much it. <laughs> this was like, those were like, <laughs> I was say, let, yeah. which, which honorable mention? I was trying to, I was trying to include some honorable mentions and there's not really any, if we missed an honorable mention, please let us know. <laughs> but yeah. we think this is a pretty easy three builders. That's a good core. That's a good builder core Solid. to yeah. put in there. Um, so those are our three builders, Bruce, Firestone, Brian Murray, and Serial Leader. So that's the top of the Ring of Honor right there, builder category, Ring of Honor. They're up there, bang, and wherever yeah. they are. Where's the Ring of Honor in the stadium? It's like section like 317 or something, 318. That's where it starts. Isn't it going to like make its way all the way around? Well, gonna, do quote unquote. They haven't added it. Ours will, Adam. We will <laughs> yeah. send in this See, episode to the Sens. We're going to pitch, yeah, we're going to pitch this to the new Sens admin who's doing a great job on Twitter recently, by the way. Oh, yes. Fantastic, or he, she, they, I don't know who it is. Um, we're going to get in contact with them. We're going to say, bam, builders, here the, here's the ring of honor. Make it happen. It's good. Trust Just me. listen to the most recent episode and make sure <laughs> everybody who does. Make sure yeah. you trudge through the beginning talking about playoffs and the Bruins. And Bruce Cassidy. And then you get to the team. points. Yeah. And then post it on the Sens account so that everyone else could watch it. And we yeah. get more viewers and listeners because, please God, it's dire. So 
So that's our builder category. And I think it's a good builder category. And I think it's a good place to have a foundation for the rest of the ring of honor, which we'll get to the next one here. This is going to be interesting because essentially, so we're going to do the player category. And in preparation for this, we've kind of just listed off like a bunch of guys, like uh, like probably 10 or 12 players who were like, he could be in the ring of honor. And we're not going to put, we can't obviously the ring on are stupid. If you just put every single player in that, that's not how it should work. So we're going to limit ourselves to a lineup. So we're going to do three forwards, two D and a goalie. And we'll see, we haven't actually talked about this yet. Face to face. We'll see where, oh. where our opinions lie. Um, Cause you know, builders were easy. That's like bam three right away. You're done. Um, but I think, we should start in net because that's the easiest. I don't think there's going to be yeah. any debate here. Not even close. Craig Anderson should be in the ring of honor. Um, yes. He is the best goalie this team has ever had. He was just so, so like the thing about Craig Anderson. And I think a lot of people would agree with this is that they didn't, people didn't realize what we had in Craig Anderson until he left. Cause ever since he's left, it has been, I mean, you know, this, you know, correct, like no, you know, no disrespect to guys like Forsberg or, or Murray or Gustafson. Like they've you had can their, say it. It's been dire. It's been dire. No, it's been a, a mess. Honestly, I mean, like not as much up until I guess this year towards the well, end of this Forsberg year. Been much kind better. Of, yeah. Forsberg yes. held it down. But like in the last five years, just as a, you know, in general, it's no stability, constant changes, bad goalie stats, just straight up. Like they just haven't been very good. Um, and it's like, the thing is like when Craig Anderson was there, it was goaltending was never like an issue really on your mind. Right. Yeah. Like it was like, okay, Craig Anderson starting, like everyone knows. And like, obviously there was like, when he was here and it was the conversation was like, Oh, do you keep Anderson Leonard or Bishop? And a lot of people point to that and like, Oh, the Suns made the wrong call. Well, I mean, if that really, if that's the wrong call, it's a pretty good consolation, excuse me, consolation prize. Like I'd take Craig Anderson on my team. Like Ben Bishop's not even playing anymore. And Craig Anderson still is Leonard's had his ups and downs. So any, any debate from you, Lewis, or you agree? Not really. I think the only other guy that comes even kind of close is Lalim. Like yep. he played 283 games, which is second all time for us, which would be a hundred ahead of next, which would be Damian Rhodes, by the way. Yeah. Like that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. That and meanwhile, stat. then you have Craig Anderson at 435, who easily the most games played easily the most wins. And yeah, he brought stability. He has some of the highest, uh, maybe I think playoff and regular season, single season save percentages, which is ridiculous. Yeah. And like you said it, there, it's, there's been so much change since we've only come to appreciate it now. Like just a testament to that. I remember during our, we've only done one so far, right? Sons of score trivia, I think. Yeah, we've done one. One of your questions was name all the goalies that we've had in the <laughs> yeah, yeah. and played a game exactly. in the last five years, which there's been so many like yeah meanwhile when we had anderson here it was just all right we got craig coming out blah, blah. sure there was some sinusoidal like uh change from <laughs> yeah. season to season yeah, that yeah. was expected but you know he was great he, he, was, he great. was a model of consistency so yeah that's that that's easy that's craig anderson he's in he's in the ring of honor that's a that's a slam dunk easy call now it gets a little more complicated because i think i get i mean the forwards are gonna be the hardest but we got the defenseman here um so we're doing a lineup right so we only we need 2d and yep. we've got three guys that we're gonna have to cut someone here so we have eric carlson wade redden 
and Zidane Ochara. Now, I, just just a preface: yep, we're yep. excluding from this anyone who has their number retired. So currently, yeah. that only includes uh, Alfie and Phillips. Yeah. But yes. Yeah. So, off the top of you know, like just reading this now, I think if you're cutting someone, it's Chara, and I think the reason that I say that is, I think I believe he played the least amount of games. Out of those three guys, yes, he did, yeah. which counts for you know, counts for something by uh, a shit ton. I will say by a shit ton, yeah. <laughs> and also, I think it's in the circumstances of how he left, right? Because from what I obviously, so when this when when Charles left the Sens, I was a I was a wee lad. I was not yet sentient. I believe I was five years old. But from what I remember, from what my dad has told me and other people, is that essentially the Sens were deciding between they keep Dan Ochara and they keep Wade Redden because they couldn't for Capri's, they couldn't keep both. And they picked Wade Redden over Zidane Ochara. Now, if you look at the career trajectories of both of those players, I do not believe the Ottawa Senators made the right choice. But they, like, they picked Wade Redden over Zidane Ochara. So it would make little sense if in a ring of honor, they are picking Zidane Ochara over Wade Redden. And they could say, yeah, of course Zidane Ochara had more career success than Wade Redden. I'm not disputing but that. But we are doing the Sens Ring but of yes, Honor. None of that success came with the Sens, unfortunately. And for Wade Redden, he was a, he was good. Like he really he was Dude, solid. I, I'm looking at some of his stats right now. He had second most games played amongst defensemen. Chara, in contrast, had 299. Redden had 838. Yeah, not even close. 410 points. That's like half a point per game, pretty much for, yeah. for a D-man over that great. long of a span. Mm-hmm. And he was, yeah, he was great. Like, he's remembered for his solid uh, exit and transition game. And, yeah, he, he was here a long time, much longer than Chara. Yes. Like, he's also the Ottawa Senators all-time plus-minus leader. Yes, sir. That was a sense obscure trivia question, if you remember that correctly. I Wait, don't. I, I you got that one that. wrong, I believe, because uh, you thought it was Alfredson who was second. I don't know. Anyway, Wade Redden is, in my opinion, on the ring. Are we agreeing with Wade Redden? Yes. Being on, on the ring. Easily. Okay. Yes. So then it comes down to, is it Chara or is it Eric Carlson? Hmm, gee, I wonder. <laughs> gee, I wonder. I mean, you could say what you want about yeah Eric, the, like the way eric carlson left like it was like you know it was kind of like they traded him everyone was mad um, was a super depressing point in the franchise oh it's awful we were at an all times arguably an all-time low for sense history yeah but you cannot ignore what he did when he was here like you can't and he was here for a while he played a lot of games he was drafting what 2008 2009 and he played yes yeah he, he was he was here for a decade almost so that's got to count for something. And he was just gross. Like he was, he was the best defenseman they ever had. Easily. I would argue. No, no disrespect to Chris Phillips. But I would he, argue he was the best player yeah, we ever yeah. had. You like if you argument. look at how good they were with the Sens, Carlson during that playoff run was a top three player in the league behind McDavid and, and Crosby. Crosby. Yeah. And all three of those guys were, went. I, I mean, I would say somewhat deep. I guess the Oilers lost in the second round that year. They did. But still, like, dude, what Carlson did in that playoff run is just absolutely incredible. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's unmatched by any other player that we've had throughout history. So it's it's pretty much like a shoe in that you have to put him here. Like, he's been 
maybe not quite a point per game, but close for like close over 600 up. games. Like he's, yeah. he's just been dominant. So here's the question, right? So, okay. We make our, we make our decision. It's, it's Redden and Carlson for the D sorry. Yes. Chara. Now the ring of honor obviously is considered like a step below retiring your number as a player. Mm, okay. Would you retire Eric Carlson's number? I've seen, I've seen both opinions on this and I, I personally, I want to hear your opinion first, but I'm on the no side. I say no. Oh, I, that's hard. That's it tough. Is hard. I, I, because if, if there's anyone you're going to retire at this point, it'd be pretty much him. And yeah, I don't think Spezza anymore. Cause he's no. probably the other guy and we'll get into some of the other players for the yeah, forward. The end. But yeah. I like, he's definitely the, the most talented guy that you'd put in next if you're retiring mm. a number, but yeah, it's what 600 and something games. I don't think it's like, he's just under that threshold. Well, me. so here's like, for me, yeah. Like the games he's, he's just under sure. But I think where I stand on it is like, you can't doubt like the skill was there, obviously like the, like the, the talent level is probably number retire worthy uh, that I can understand. However, Daniel Alverson played for a different team for what one season yeah so that's okay chris phillips played his entire career here that's fine eric carlson got traded and has played multiple seasons and will continue to play multiple seasons with different teams so the way i see it when you're retiring a player's number that player is like drawn to that team in that city yeah like everything he did that was important was there but Carlson's been on playoff runs with the Sharks. I don't know what's going to happen. Maybe he gets traded or something. I don't know. He can go to a different team. He's still, gonna, he's still got years on his contract. He's come back to Ottawa. Well, okay. Then you can... Then Retain we can, salary. Then, then we can revisit this conversation. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't know, man. I, I, I just can't... I can't do it if you're on another team for that long. It's just not... Like, you're not a true player of the Ottawa Senators if you play in so many games. Like, how many games do you say he's playing in Ottawa? Like, 600? 627 and i'm looking up how much he's played yeah. for because there's a um, chance that he might just play that many games with a different team yeah he's right? played like 211 games sure with, i don't uh, know how much hockey's got left in him but it's possible and then yeah, at that like, point I mean, he's, he's like, only no argument only 32 so he's still yeah, like well. again depending on injuries and whatever and how that's going to treat him or continue but he's played, to treat so him, he's, he's played a quarter of his career with a different team yeah that's too much for me i'm trying to think about examples where you can that you can compare this to so my mind immediately went to like well if you look like Gretzky only played with like LA for a certain amount and then you remember Gretzky's number is retired league wide you can't really think of that so I I can't really think of others that's it right like is right like I was thinking like Ray Bork I think his number was retired with was it retired with Colorado but that's the thing that he brought them a cup it was a whole thing yeah I don't and he also played with Boston for much longer than that's my point is like yeah was he retired for both yeah i don't yeah, know i don't know i i can't do it i just I, I i think that's like you're you're leewaying the criteria too much there to get carlson in but he's a he's a ring of honor player a hundred days out of a hundred days like he's he's in the ring of honor any day of the week um easily yeah so i mean I don't know. I, he's not to me. He's not a retired number player, but he's absolutely a Ring of Honor player. And we got Redden in there too. So those are our D. That's our, our two defensemen there in the Ring of Honor for the Sens. We'll move on to the forwards. 
This is very difficult because, I mean, okay, here's the thing. We've got a list of about like eight forwards here. We need to pick three. And yes. this is the tough part. Man. This is the tough this one. Is... So here are the eight that we have. Let's just, let's just list them off so people know what we're okay. debating between. Chris Neal, Jason Spezza, Marion Hosa, Radic Bonk, Alexi Ashen, Mark Stone, Danny Heatley, and Martin Haplett. Are they eight forwards? We might we have missed some. Yeah, we might have missed but, some. It's possible. Yeah. But anyway, I think Chris Neal has to go on that list. I would tend to agree. Yes. That, I think, to me, is the one easy one here. Chris Neal is third all-time in games played for the Sens. Yeah. Did he score a lot? No. Was he a great player? No. But he was, like, the ultimate, you know, Ottawa senator for a bit. Like, he was here his whole career. He was, like, fans loved him and loved Chris Neal. I put him on the Ring of Honor. Of course I would. Any day of the week. <laughs> He's, it's so funny to look at his stats. I'm just going through them right now. And he... <laughs> okay. Um, he had... <laughs> I, I don't know how to word this question. Like, by a factor of what, Adam, do you think that he dwarfed second place in terms of penalty minutes? Oh, like how much more did he have? Yeah, like by, by how many times? Oh, by how many times? Times. Five? Okay, so it's 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 four. Okay, but <laughs> yeah, that's, that's ridiculous. That's that's insane. Yeah, like okay. Oh, I was I was looking at just forwards, but uh, so there might be a defenseman that is more. No, but... well, Chris Phillips is second. He had seven hundred fifty six. Okay. Chris Neal had two thousand five hundred. Okay, so it's between three and four. Then it's not close. The point no, is, it's that's not the thing. close. He yeah. had twenty five hundred penalty minutes. That's ridiculous. Like that's just a testament to you know his play style throughout the years. And yeah, he's one of the only three players to get to a thousand games like the yep. next the next player with most or the next forward with most games played would be we'll talk, talk about Radic him later. Bonk. yeah we'll talk but about him later. we'll talk about him later yes another stat just a really weird one that i just found on hockey reference chris neal is ninth all time in shots really yeah right huh. behind marion hosa who's also on this list he's ninth he's got a thousand two hundred and forty nine shots I don't know if that counts for anything in a ring of honor discussion, but the point is he was here for a long time. He played his heart out every night. Can't ignore it. No matter how you know talented or he was he played a, an important role and a good role. And he deserves to be in the ring of honor. He played so many games. That's like, mm-hmm. I think we're, what we're recognizing here is for criteria, like games played is really important mm-hmm. and meaningful games and meaningful role is really important. Which it yeah. should be the criteria. Basically, so, connection to the spirit of the Ottawa Senators. Yes, yes, yes. So Chris Neal is on the Ring of Honor as a forward. Lock it in. Now we need two more. And yes. and so immediately my mind is going to okay. We just talked about games played. Let's go down the games playlist. So let's let's just do it top to bottom. Chris Phillips is first. Played one more game. Daniel Alfredson, who's second. Chris Neal is third. Then you have Wade Redden, who's already there. And fifth is Radic Bonk who played 689 games with the Sens. Does this, in your mind, make him a... And he's also, just add this, he's also seventh in goals on that ever. Yeah. Is he on your ring of honor, seventh in goals? I don't know. Like, he's... Like, he is in that fight for the number three slot for me. So who's your number? Who's, who's My number two is the guy who's played three less games than him, and that would be Jason Spezza. Okay. Personally. So um, make, is, make your case. Make your case okay. for Jason. So Spezza. Spezza, in terms of point per game, I believe he is 
only behind Danny Heatley for most points per game. And he's played like what double the games. He's part yeah. of the iconic pizza line, right? He's yep. gotten us that he was, I wouldn't say gotten us because obviously full team effort, but yeah. he was part of that cup run. He was a captain here too. Yep. Like he was drafted by us. I, He's just had such a storied decade and a bit with the Sens. Like I, I don't know if you saw what uh friend of the show, uh, Beata, uh, wrote for Silver Seven Cents, mm-hmm. but she talked about how much of an impact he had on like elementary school kids back when he was like maybe not a prospect but a very young player in the league. Yeah, and that's the thing. He just had like his sheer impact, uh, like to the fans, uh, in terms of production and just leadership. Even when he when he got a little later, obviously he didn't end his career here, but I just feel like that's personally who I would have at number two. But I could definitely be open to hearing other cases. So I'm, I'm going to start by saying I'm not like, I'm not vehemently against the idea of Jason Spezza getting in the ring of honor. I'm not, I'm not officially against it, but I have a couple of problems with it. I'll okay. say your point about the pizza line. Sure. Yes. That was an iconic line, hundred percent. But does that mean that you also have to put Danny Heatley? No, in the ring I'm of saying honor? it adds to his case. Okay. But listen, I was a huge Heatley fan, so I would not believe Okay. Because I'm I'm personally don't think Danny Heatley should be in the ring. Of no, Honor. I don't think so either. Right. So just saying, that's a thing. Also, you have to, I know it's stupid. Oh, but the you Leafs have factor. to factor in that he's played for the Leafs for three. He's re-signed there three. Oh, and not times. only that, is that he's now gonna be in a and permanent he's working position. For them. There. That's it. You can't well, he was born and raised there. Whatever. But that's okay, but that's exactly my point. How are you going to put this man? We just talked about it. What does the Ring of Honor mean? Spirit of the Ottawa Senators. This guy's working and cheering for the rival team. You cannot put him in for that. I'm sorry. I, I don't care I, how listen, good he was. I agree if we're talking Jersey retirement, but Ring of Honor is different. I don't know, dude. It's, it's <laughs> I don't know. Like I said, I wasn't against it. And I feel like I've talked myself over the last 30 seconds into feeling like I'm against it. Okay. Like, okay. So who do you have? Who do you have at number two then? I don't know. I didn't, I didn't prepare for this. I think I prepared. <laughs> wow. So, like, I'm just looking down the list here. Like, obviously, we already put Neil in. I don't think he. Do we want to eliminate some players? Yes, first? I was about. That's what I was about to do. I don't think he, okay. he should be in there. Okay. I that's don't fair. think Mark Stone should be in there yet. Yeah, I don't think so either. I think he's he's close. I don't think Havlat should be in there either. He yeah, doesn't even same. have 300 games. Yep, I'm I'm okay with that. So we've eliminated okay. that. So that so let's do okay. So who's remaining right now? We got Spezza. For two spots. Yeah. Yeah. Spezza. Spezza. Hosa, yep. Bonk, and Yashin. That's four guys for two spots. I'm trying to see how many games. Yes, but or Hosa played 467 at 390 points. I feel like I know Hosa was better than this guy, but I feel like I'd rather. Okay, well, here's Bonk the thing about Hosa. I just thought of this. Marion Hosa has his number retired by the Chicago Blackhawks. And he won multiple cups with And them. he won. His career is defined as being a member, I'd say, as being a member of the yeah. Blackhawks, right? Is he a Senators? Like, you know what I mean? Like, he's, I don't he's his so. number retired by a different team. That's a big red flag for me. Like, he, he, clearly he's a legacy player for that team, right? And he was great. Like, he was great here. He was, uh, he was great here. People liked him. He's really good. But I don't know if he's a legacy player here, really. Mm. And you want like, to talk about playing for teams that, I mean, I don't know about 
all of us hate, but you know, I can't, st- I can't stand the Blackhawks. So <laughs> yeah, I'm not a huge fan of the Blackhawks. So that's another, but yeah, that's another thing. And also like, like how many, how many games did he play? Hosa? Uh, for the Sens? Yeah. Or a total for the Sens, 467. The thing Thank is you. you look at, um, Yashin, Yashin's played more and he's got more points. I know there was more controversy surrounding yeah. Yashin, but yeah, yeah. I feel like I'd rather Yashin in every other way. That's true. In every and way. also Yashin is a player from the earlier era, right? Which we don't really have. We don't really have a lot of that. It's not true. that like, should besides... play anything in it, but no, he had a I bigger mean, role comparatively because there was not much else. To yeah, the team to, just yeah. sucked. The team, the team was worse. Are like objectively. So you could say the same thing for that about Radic Bonk. Yes, he was an earlier send. I think I think we've talked our way into Yashin versus Bonk versus Betza. Yes. So we're we're saying Hosa, great guy, but it's a legacy player for a different team. You just can't do it. It would be too weird. Yeah. Um. So, so, so essentially our forwards are Chris Neal and then two of Jason Spezza, Radic Bonk and Alexi Ashen. And I can't, I, I, we're going to, we're going to have to fight about the Spezza thing oh, because I can't right. get on board with it. I just, I just don't think. Is I he, can. is he your fourth out of all of those? Is, like, I think like it's weird to say Neal, that he I mean. might be like, I, I really? just don't know. The Leafs, the Leafs thing really just does it for me. Like, I, I just can't like, but it's I don't just know. three years as a depth player. I know, but he's working there now. He's working for the yeah, team. But... That's, that's going to be for a long time. I mean, you want to talk about playing for, team. for teams for rivals. Bonk played for the Habs. Yeah, he didn't work for them. He plays beer okay. league in Ottawa. So he, are you telling me? Here. Are you telling still. me the fact that Spezza took a manage, management position with the Leafs is, is the thing that's swaying you away? Well, it plays a factor, and also the fact that Bonk lives here, plays beer league here. He's, he still interacts with all the fans on Twitter sometimes. He's part of you. Talk spirit of Ottawa. Oh my God, I'm taking Radic Bonk over Jason Spezza. It's weird that I'm even say it. it. Feels weird to say that, but it's true. I don't know. I I think I'm. I think I would do that for sure. Yeah. Why not? It was fun. He was Ken, there's a there's a okay. Twitter account named after him. Bonk's yeah. friggin' mullet. Like, yeah, come on. Great. Yeah, great, great, great account. Great, account. great guy. Um but, okay, so I okay, before we get to our final boss battle here. Because okay, so are you okay with putting Radic Bonk in? This this is what I'm saying is we gotta pick between Yashin and Bonk. And then we can fight about the loser of that versus Betza, right? Uh, <laughs> I, that yeah. seems reasonable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm okay with that. I, I think I would rather have Bonk than Yashin. Okay. Yeah, right. I, I think don't, so I don't know too. a lot about Yashin, to be honest with I, you. I just know that there was a lot of controversy when he left, and he was really good, and then he... Yashin was a much better player. <laughs> um, How many games did Yashin play without the Sens, like on a, on a different team? Oh, so I guess with... Um, Islanders? Or just all other teams combined? Who did he play for? I don't, <laughs> Dude, I don't know who this... I don't know. I, I got it. Like yeah, he only played for the Islanders. Uh, the Islanders, okay. So he was with Ottawa from 93 to 2001. Wow, that's a long time, actually. Okay, fine. Radic Bonk played from 94 to 04. So, I don't know. That's something. And then went to the Habs for two years, Predators for two years, and then the K and the Czech League or something. But he lives here now. He's so, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I, I, I got, like, gut says Radic Bonk just because he didn't leave in a really Bonk was, yeah. pissy way. Bonk is that is relationship more... repaired with Yashin and the fan base? Are people over that? I don't know. I'm not. Yeah, I'm enough. not really sure. Like, I'm. Trying we are to not the right people to make the Ring of Honor, man. This is brutal. <laughs> of course not. No, and it would also <laughs> help if we had Josh here to settle the Spencer debates. I, yeah, I honestly have no idea. Debate. I have I no know. idea which way he would lean personally. Okay. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. Neither do I. Okay. So let's let's 
let's be reasonable. How about I'll let you get your Jason Spezza, whatever. I, yes. I, I will, I'm going to say I officially disagree, but I'm in the, in human nature of debate, I'll let do, it slide. Well, I mean, do, do we think most of the fan base would agree with Spezza? Honestly, or, probably, or organization? Yeah. Okay. I think I'm an outlier there, okay. but I'd, I'll go, I'll go, I, but I, I'll take Bonk also, I think. I think that's fair. Yep. He had, um, like compare percentage wise, like Yashin only played for two teams. He played for Ottawa and then New York. I'm trying to see like percentage wise or whatever, but it's like he played like, what is it like 65, 35 mm-hmm. with Ottawa? Whereas Bonk, you have like 70, like 15, 15 for yeah. Ottawa, Montreal, Nashville, which I think is a bigger case yeah. for for him. So I, I agree with Bonk. Uh, he obviously didn't have the statistical profile of Yashin, but he also didn't no. have the off ice controversies. And he was here a solid He's a community like, guy. It's over two seasons longer. Yep. And yeah, the community aspect too. Yeah. And he's got a better name. So Oh, elite name. I dude, imagine an all time sense name line of Braddock Bog. Yeah. Angus Kirsch. Crookshank. Yeah, there you go. Okay. We'll stop you. We'll, we'll <laughs> get back on track here. So our four our, our our player ring of honor section. The goalie is Craig Anderson, easy. The defensemen are Eric Carlson and Wade Redden. And our forwards reluctantly for me are Chris Neal, Jason Spezza and Radic Bonk. That is the, those are the, that's the ring of honor right now for the, for the players. I, I sure we got one of those wrong. <laughs> I'm sure people are going to be pissed about something there, but anyway, we can put on a poll to gauge how, we'll, we'll, we'll put how angry poll. people get. Um, let's run through this. We just took a lot of time with that. So let's run through this quickly here in media. Um, Media section. These are just guys that you think of the Sens, like who's the voice of the Sens, like who's like the Sens, you know, writer. Uh, Dean and Gord, gotta be on there. That's Easily. just classic, yeah. timeless. They're every game. The the goods are great. Like you know, you got like Dean Dean's voice is is meshed to so many great moments. And segueing and on a similar note, Dave Schreiber for me is also in the Ring of Honor. Yeah, he called. Do to do Duchesne. Like he got did the tourist overtime winner in 2012. I mean, he's so, known by many as the voice. As the voice, so, yeah, like, totally. I believe he's also in the Ottawa Sports Hall of Fame. I'm gonna would check. Would not that. be surprised. Like we were we were doing a little bit of research earlier on this, and like, we were like the guy has quite the resume. <laughs> this guy has the quite episode. the resume. Like yeah, you want to talk about impact in the I mean Sens community, but also Ottawa area. Too. Yeah, he was with the 67s for so long like yep. 1970s to like 2000s or something ridiculous and then he he was like a track announcer for at the Rito carlton raceway yep. he was calling games for like the links for the rough riders the renegades like he's been everywhere throughout the, and he throughout was the with city. the Sens since the beginning he was there in 92 yeah. so to me he's up there dean and gord are up there and if you want to go one that's on a non um play-by-play non-voice media member um I know he's still well. I guess Dean Gordon's still active too. He's still and active, some of the players we've picked. And some of the players we we picked. Um, Ian Mendez deserves a shout out for being great. Yeah, and he does great content all the time. Um, great follow on Twitter too. He knows his stuff. He's been around. Like, do you remember Overtime? You remember that show? Mm-hmm. Do you ever watch Overtime with Ian Mendez was hosting Overtime? That's a classic. Yep. He was a sportsnet. He was. He's been all over. Um, and he's been a constant. He's always an advocate for the Ottawa community. 
um I does basic, create dude, i basically i'm just subscribed to the athletic just for that just exactly for a lot of people are um so he should be in there uh ian mendez so our our media tentative media section is and also dean and gord are one <laughs> we're, we're, that's like one yeah one one collective entity is is dean and gord they're in there in mendez and dave schreiber now what is this next category i don't even know how to introduce <laughs> so, it. the collection of players these are just like dudes that we remembered so we're like we should give them a shout out. The, the, the name in our planner for this category is meme slash other. Yes. So I don't know how we'd officially we'll like leave to call it. We this. are going to leave it at that and <laughs> okay. see. Um, so in this collection, there's two coaches, a anthem singer, and a Zub. Yes. Uh, so we're going to save that for last. I'm sure he goes, don't know who that's going to be. Um, there's two coaches. I think Guy Boucher should get in there. Uh, it's not, I mean, was he the most successful coach? No. Great player. Was run. he, yeah, yeah, great. Was he the best coach? No. He had a lot of problems and he got fired and the team sucked after, but he was hilarious. Great press conferences. He gave us the best run since 07, right? That's got to count for something. Yep. And I don't know, like he, I don't know. I don't, that's all I got for me. he has he has the best um win percentage in the playoffs of any coach in sense history bang ring of honor put him in Guy Boucher who would have thought um he's in there maybe I don't know this category doesn't really this doesn't really mean anything but we have Guy Boucher in the meme other category so we're putting him in next coach big big man Paul McLean legendary moments with the Habs in that series Player 61. So many incredible soundbites. Yeah, bug eyed fat walrus. That's an all timer that people sometimes forget. Um, Brandon His Press. doppelganger. That, yeah, I, that well, wasn't during well, that series, but. Yeah, that was a, that was classic. Paul McLean was just such a dude. Like, he was just there and he was so easy to like. He didn't won, he, didn't win? he win the Jack yes, Adams? Yes, I was about to say, he won the Jack yeah, Adams. That's got to count for something. He's got, I'm trying to look at, I don't know what we count as significant amount of games, but he had a, he had a 550 points percentage. Which, that's good. Yeah, for the Sens, that's pretty good. So, Paul McLean, put him in. I, I honestly, now that we'd like talk about it, I think I'd have Paul McLean over Guy Boucher if I had to pick one. Yeah, well, if we're talking about having specific coaches over others for yes. the actual Ring of Honor, I think we'd have like Jacques yeah. Marte first, probably. <laughs> yeah, okay, well, but meme category. This, this is, this is the meme other category, all right? Yeah. Okay, so Plus, Guy Boucher, I don't think Paul we'd McLean. be able to have Marte and Spezza in the same Ring of oh, Honor. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> discussion for another day. Um, We would like to induct Lyndon Slewage into the, the yes. Sens Ring of Honor. When I thought about I, that, I was so proud of myself. I was like, you know who would make for yeah, a Louis great that in. addition? Yeah, yeah that's a, that's a, that was props for Louis. Um, Lyndon Slewage, everyone loved Lyndon Slewage. He was the, when, when he was active, he was the best anthem singer in the entire league, and it wasn't even close. Yep. And he was like, you know, for playoff games, when he would like hold the, for the, and then start spinning the towel, like, <laughs> Oh, it's so classic. Like he's got to be in there. Like everyone loved him. He was, like, he was associated with so many great games. Um, he was just, a, it was, he was a stamp. He was a, he was a classic timeless figure. You know how good he was? He was so insane that astronaut Roberta Bondar arranged for Lyndon Slewage 
to record the American and Canadian national anthems. Wow, I didn't know this. For I, I, I think it was some of their space shuttle stuff. That's missions. nuts. There, that's that's great. That's There's how good he was. Be. Yeah, I, it's I ridiculous. Yeah, no, he was here for what, like twenty-two years, and he was just top tier. His lights all out. Every anthem was friggin' unreal. That guy was a he was a machine. He yeah. was an you get his get his salute machine. in, get the wink and the thumbs up yep. at the end. Oh too. yeah, oh. he's a beast. Linden Sluge goes in for being a beast. Um, yeah. that's where we're gonna put it. So, and then also Zub, we'll put Zub. Yeah, I, we were gonna so, give him his own category, but yeah, well, yeah, well, he's not there yet. If he resigns, we'll give him his own category. Yeah. Um, so let's recap before we get off here. The Ring of Honor. The builders are Brian Murray, Bruce Firestone, and Cyril Leader. Our player lineup is Craig Anderson, Eric Carlson, Wade Redden. Chris Neal, Jason Spezza, and Radic Bonk. Don't smile. I saw that. <laughs> yeah. Our media section is Dean and Gord, Ian Mendez, and Dave Schreiber. And then our most important uh, final weird, stupid category is Key Boucher, Paul McLean, and Lyndon Sluage, and Zub. And that, my friends, is the new and improved official Ottawa Senators Ring of Honor. You'll see it next year. You'll see it next year in the building, yeah. I'm sure. Someone will listen to this and be like, man, these guys are smart. They know their stuff. They thought of this 30 seconds before the episode started and then debated it on the spot with no prior research. They know They know who's going in the Ring of Honor. Um, and with that, that's enough brain power for me today to figure that out. So we're going to call that an episode. Josh missed a good one, dude. I don't know how much fun he's having in freaking Punta Cana, yeah. but he should have hopped on the Zoom. Like, come on. That's brutal. It's funny because we were literally, like, after we recorded last episode, we were thinking, of, like, all right, what should we do next episode that we can't really do With like, Josh. without yeah. Josh? And, like, he was on the call, obviously, because it was right yeah. after. It's like, well, we can't do a draft thing. It's like, we can't do – I'm trying to find other stuff. We couldn't do, like, a bunch of things. And we're like, how about we do Building the Sands Ring of Honor? Yeah. I don't remember if Josh was like, but that is like, no. No, he was like, sure. Yeah. It's like, what was what like, do yeah, you think, right, man? Can't... Like, sh- we'll take it, of course. Yeah. All right. You're, you're lost, Josh. I hope you're having fun. Pretty and on that note, yeah, I'd rather be here on the Zoomcast Zoom call. Yes, sir. And we're about to leave it because that is the end of the episode. Thank you so much for tuning in and for listening. Let us know if you would have a different Ring of Honor because I'm sure you would because I don't know how much thought went into this or how well thought out it was but i don't think it was very well thought out so yeah. we probably we need someone. people we need people to sell settle the spezza debate for us yeah settle the spezza debate please be on my side i don't want to be the only outsider um and let us know if we missed any other players any other builders any other media members or meme category additions to the ring of honor um thanks again for tuning in and we'll see you guys next week okay everybody